0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode number 29 of Heroes and Thieves, the podcast where we take three random words and create stories and worlds from them. My name is Greg. (laughs) My name is Michael. I thought about saying Gregory, but I thought you were going to say that as well. (laughs) Yep, but it Uh, didn't come out. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but you didn't do it.
0: <laughs> that is my full name.
1: But you don't go by it, do you?
0: Mm, no, only to um, a select few. <laughs> yeah, who? I don't know who call. I think only mom calls me that. I don't think anybody else calls me that anymore.
1: Gregory. Gregory. Sir Gregory. Sir uh, Gregory. Yeah, I. I think it's funny that with my name is Michael and oh, I, people, call, people used to when I was growing up, people call me Mike and I didn't really care that much, but our mother really cared about that one. I don't know why she didn't care for you or like our other brother here. His name is Randolph, but everybody calls him Randy yeah. and that's totally cool. But like my name is Michael, but if anyone calls me Mike, she flips out. <laughs> not acceptable. Yeah. That is not his name. Do not call him that. It must be um, some
0: personal grudge or something. She knows a yeah, Mike like, and hates him.
1: Yeah, Mike's are all scumbags or something. Yeah. Michael's are not. They're gentlemen. I can get behind uh, that, though. I I can agree yeah, with, like... I guess so. ...guys name Mike. It's kind of like a Chad name, you know? Like <laughs> yeah.
0: His name's yeah. Mike. He's
1: one of the boys. Yeah, his
0: name's Mike <laughs> over there at the bar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, there's only like two people that call me like, and then even now though, like as I've grown, I've also gained that same like hatred of the name, Mike (laughs) people. It has to be a very specific person that calls me it that I don't correct. And those people are like one in a million. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not a specific person type, I I can't really explain it to you. I will correct you instantly. I say, my name is Michael. Okay. Mike. I said, Michael, it's (laughs) Michael. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to call me Mike, might as well call me Steve. Or Rob or whatever, you know, like, it's not what I told you. If I tell you something, that's what I want to be called. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Not you just say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have the, you don't
0: get the privilege of shortening it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like we're not friends. First of all, I don't know you if you're just learning my name <laughs> and I, you say what I tell you, it's Michael. Yeah. So. For anybody listening, if you ever see me, don't call me Mike. You will be corrected. You will be quickly, promptly corrected. Yeah, most people, like nine out of well, I'd say like forty-nine out of fifty people,
0: Mm, yes, get corrected. Um, I've never called you Mike. Never even thought about it. It's not my name. (laughs) That's probably why. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I really can't think of who calls me besides mom, but even dad doesn't call me Gregory. He calls me Greg. Or son. Everybody does.
1: Yeah. Everybody says he doesn't ever say your name. He never says my name. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I think about it, it's like hey, 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 hey you. you. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, child. (laughs) Don't say names. It's too intimate. Don't say my name. (laughs) We don't do that. We're not at that level. Okay. Our relationship has not come this far. I mean, that's a, father, that's a good
0: point. It's always interests me with certain families. Is like we're not a hugging family at all. No, not even a little bit. Not even close. And um, some families are huggers when you first meet them.
1: My wife's family is huggers.
0: Yeah, they're huggers. And I gotta all huggers. Gotta admit it, I hate
1: it. <laughs> I can't stand it's, it. it. It's like it's not my favorite thing in the world, but. Like the more you obviously are in it, the more you get normalized to the situation. And it's like, yeah, whatever it's inevitable. Right. It's going to (laughs) happen. It's like, I don't want to be the guy like, no touch me. You cannot touch. me. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to be that guy. So (laughs) so you just go with it. But I, if it's a, if I had the choice, if they asked me, can I give you a hug? Like, yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe later. Yeah. Next time. (laughs) Not not now, Janice. Yeah. Maybe next time.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I hate it, but I'll still do it. Like, if somebody comes in for a hug, I'll give them a hug. But yeah, um, cause it's more awkward to reject the hug than to hug.
1: It is. You're like, oh, you got to read, oh, no. you got to read
0: the room, you know? So <laughs> don't do that. I, but I just, it's just not what our family does. It's just the
1: way it no. goes. Don't hug. And um, when you do it after being a non hugging family for so long, if you like somehow try to do it, it's like, it's weird.
0: Yeah. I don't think there's weird. any way that we could introduce that into our family. Now that we're all I've come too far. We're all adults. <laughs> we're all adults. The youngest is me. I'm 32. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no way we're introducing hugs back into That's the.
1: 32 years of not getting hugged. The culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I just, it's my wife's family, from what I understand, um, they don't do anything except instantly start talking crap to each other (laughs) oh really yeah and it's great it's hilarious just sudden just throwing daggers right at the start
1: very good it's you (laughs) know
0: it's it's fun it's a dynamic way of entering into the room you know you gotta gotta be prepared
1: at all times for whatever is
0: gonna come your way
1: (laughs) i feel like that would get way more tiring than the hugging though to me it's like, can't somebody just say something nice to can't, me yeah. one time? <laughs> it kinda hurts today, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
0: not it's not like yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's not not like it's uh just all, all like always throwing just these heavy darts at you that hurt to the <laughs> core. It's just it's lighthearted stuff, but it's just a you know, just different families. Fun. Families are fun. Different strokes for different folks, as they that's say. right.
1: As they all say. Everyone says it. Everybody uses that saying. Um, that is but a fact. But not in Ardia. No one says it. If they say it, they get executed on the spot. Yep. Someone said stroke. Kill them. <laughs> Kill them.
0: I don't say that's a banned word. <laughs> um, the banning language. I wanted to start this with uh a post that I found on Instagram.
1: Okay. Uh let's hear
0: it. But the problem is I don't remember how to get to my oh, how to get to my saved posts. Okay, I found it. Give me just okay. a second. Fam. Okay. Okay,
1: I found fam. it. Hold on, fam. Hold on, fam. <laughs> Hold on, fam. Before you do that, real quick, I okay. just want to say while well, you said fam. Okay. <laughs> the other day, my daughter is 12. She's turning 13. And I think she thought I didn't know what yeet meant. Like I'm not on the internet all day long either. What a fool. (laughs) What a fool. (laughs) you played my (laughs) trap. (laughs) you played my Uh, trap card. Yeah. Anyway. So, but now like she, she said it once. And then my wife who is less hip than I am, uh, said it back to her and she got so like red face embarrassed it was just in our own house it wasn't even in public <laughs> and then i i've been using it around the house and she gets so like flustered whenever i do it <laughs> like i'm just gonna eat this over there and she just loses <laughs> her mind she just can't stand it it's so funny just i love it now I yeah like super cringes out when i say it why and, a- <laughs> i don't know it's, it's hilarious like why can't i use your slang am i not cool I guess I'm not cool. I've, I've hit the point where I am not cool. <laughs> yeah. You're not cool anymore. Yeah. Now that I have a daughter who's almost a teenager, I am not cool.
0: Yeah. According to teenagers. But yeah, as we all know, teenagers are also not cool, even though they think they are.
1: <laughs> right. Yes. They're definitely not cool. But now a quick tip for all you parents out there. If you don't want your kid to say a word anymore, you start using it mm-hmm. and they will stop using it because you have made it not cool instantly. <laughs> yep. Even say it to like your friends, like and they can hear you saying it. Oh my gosh. Just flip out. That's <laughs> like hilarious. Never again. The word is banned. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Just replace yeah. replace uh whenever every time you would say Kobe, just yeet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's just new yeet. <laughs> it's just you just just it's hilarious to see it. <laughs> That's so funny. I use yeet every yeah. now
1: and then. It's yeah. in my vocab. Sometimes. Yeah, it's a, I know what good, good like, word. I know what all. I know what most of the words mean. Yeah, I, I do my research.
0: Yeah, and even then, it's not. It's not that hard to, intuit what a word means if you don't know. Like, yeah, you know, like okay, I yeah. think I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what
1: were you going to say? Instagram post.
0: So I found an Instagram post as I was scrolling through Instagram, but this is, uh, so it's Tara Wine Queen writes. And she posted something from a Twitter user who is a different person. The Twitter user is okay. at Kirsten underscore Hall. But the post is thus. The problem with wanting to write a story in which characters pull off a feat of unsurpassed strategic genius is that you yourself need to conceive of this feat of unsurpassed strategic genius. <laughs> and I read that. Okay. And I had a chuckle because that's one of my many fears in terms of like world building and writing. So yeah. this is more of the nitty gritty of writing, but I wanted to, to ask you, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? So if you were writing a story or conceiving of maybe in D and D, you're conceiving somebody's backstory. Okay. And the backstory, because this character is maybe morally gray or something very complex, you got to have something of a backstory that is complex to fit. Maybe a crime they committed, or or something like that. But you yourself have never delved into that world of not crime, criminal. And thievery, and never all those shenanigans. Before. You're not a master assassin. You're not a master robber. A, th- a no, a loop in the third, if you will. So, how do you? How would you go about imagining these things for your characters?
1: That is very interesting. That's an interesting question because it's totally, it makes total sense. It's hard to write something good if you don't have experience with it. And firsthand experience is always better than, you know, just reading about someone else. But I guess that's where I would start just reading like biographies of people about like a robber's life and how he did stuff or, you know, that kind of thing more into the mind of a person. Um, kind of material, but still it, it wouldn't be as good if I wrote it as if an actual thief wrote it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I guess right. what it comes down to, I think is <laughs> thieves aren't really writing books all the time, but there's a lot of really good bu- books written about thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, and those authors weren't all thieves, right? Uh, I follow an, an author. I follow a bunch of authors actually, because we are a podcast about world building. <laughs> I follow a bunch <laughs> yes. of authors, but one that I like a lot, He wrote a book and in it, it's kind of about this kid becoming a swordsman, uh, archer, kind of a guard type person. Um, but he's going through this Academy and, uh, he's learning all this stuff. Not important. What's important is the Instagram posts from the author are very cool because he's going, he's traveling around like places that they do. They make their own bows. And in the book, he has a section where they go to a bowyer. Is that what it's called? A bowyer?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: A Fletcher. And then he makes a bow in the book. The kids have to learn how to make their own bows. So, But he actually in real life went and he made his own bow and he did the string, he did all that stuff the same way that they would do it in the old days. So he went actually to a guy who does it and learned from him. Then he learned archery. He learned all these things so he could write the book. Now, in cases that are legal. I think that's totally legit and you should do that because that's awesome. You should learn to, you should learn to fight with a sword. If you're going to write about learning to fight with the sword, you know, that just makes it such a better experience. I think for both people, the writer and the reader Mm -hmm. of the book. Um, And that was just really cool to see. And that made me like his book even more when I, when I figured that when I saw that he was actually on site learning himself. So, but for illegal activities, Like he's not going to go start robbing banks to like know how to rob banks. So I don't know how that, that would pan out very well, but for most things, I think you can actually get some hands-on experience before you actually write about.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it does enhance, not to say that you cannot write a good story without doing any of those things. I think that's possible.
1: Yeah, you could research it, I guess. Yeah, you can do some research. Watch a lot of
0: YouTube. Watch some YouTube, yeah, and and just kind of guess. But
1: yeah, there is a certain
0: feel for um, like sword fighting, I I would guess. I've never done it. I mean, I've swung a PVC pipe around just like anybody. I've fought
1: many children with swords, (laughs) but
0: (laughs) pretty good but when you talk about like a real sword fight uh things that you would imagine you know the clinking of swords and all that's the parrying and the all that stuff yeah yes i think anybody could write that but then when you talk about the fatigue that you would get in your legs and the calluses on your hands and you know all the the little tiny details the the sweat and the the fear and and all that i think is stuff that you need more experience to fully describe and to make it a more real experience. But yeah, yeah, I thought it was an interesting quote because I, the first thing I thought about was like uh, any great war tactician in history. Um, Because I obviously am not one of them, but these books often talk about, you know, how two armies are pitted against each other and the protagonist's army pulls this great feat of, Just this Braveheart level, you know, amazing tactic where they were 300 against 3,000 and they won. Uh, If I were to write that, it would be like, there were 300 of us, but a giant meteor fell and killed all the other enemies.
1: (laughs) It was intervention. I don't know how they won. Magic,
0: yeah, <laughs> something happened. Which I mean, if that's what you want to write about, that's fine. Oh yeah,
1: that's fine. But if you just want to sidestep write... the the research, yeah, <laughs> like whoop, well, don't want to read about whoop. More tactics, reality. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if yeah, you... I guess that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> if you're going
0: the the reality tactic, uh, I would have such a hard time. I'd have to do a ton of research, and I don't know if I. I'm willing to do that at this yeah. point, at least. So
1: yeah, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I think another thing I thought about when you were saying that is people, I guess a really good personality trait is being very imaginative and mm-hmm. like a really good liar would be great <laughs> to make books up to write. Yeah. Cause that just adds to it. If you're not good at lying at all, now that you're going to be a bad writer, it just, I feel like it would help a lot of the, the writing if you're good at, making stuff up. Yeah. You got to make <laughs> things up. You got to. Especially for fantasy because it's all made up anyhow. Yeah. So it doesn't, doesn't really matter. You don't have to be super correct as long as in your world, it's correct.
0: Yeah. That's another really good point is as long. So don't anybody be discouraged from attempting things that you have no real world experience with, because it's your world. You can make up whatever loopholes and corner cutting that you want to make up to get to your end result. Cause the point is to get across a message, you know, in your, in your books or the to, message, the message, or to, get, <laughs> <laughs> to get like a certain, uh, just get to a certain point from point A to point B, however you do that is up yeah. to you. Um, what you know about military tactics.
1: Yeah. In your world, it could work. Yeah. yeah. Um, while we're talking about books and authors and authoring books, mm-hmm. um, my one of my good buddies, good friend, good friend, we go way back to we went to college together and then our first job out of college was at the same place. Um, and we worked together for a couple of years. Good buddy of mine, he just finished writing a book. And congratulations, I would love, yes, congratulations, <laughs> name is Scott, and uh, he. It comes out August 16th. I was just looking at it. I already have it pre-ordered because I'm a bro and it's going to be a great book. Mm-hmm. It looks like it'll be a great book. Um, anyway, I'm interested. Um, we could get his thoughts on the topic and get him on the podcast, a published author. And uh, see what he thinks about. Because a- I know he's not a thief. <laughs> so it- Do you? <laughs> well, <laughs> you think yeah, you know.
0: I, I think I know. You think you know a guy. You know a guy until he writes a book.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's The anyway, book? Is the it book? a it's fantasy called, book? It's a fantasy. Well, it seems like a fantasy book. It has a goblin on the cover with a, like a crystal. Uh, it is called Lich Core, colon, A Soul Dungeon. And it's book one. So books to come, I guess. It's weird when you said colon, but I get <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, there's a, Lich Core, pause. That's not in the title. And then this is in the title. A soul dungeon. You need to, you need I, don't to, I don't know how to narrate colons. How do you do say you just, it's wait. called Lichcore. A Soul Dungeon. Lichcore. A Soul Dungeon, book one. Yeah, that's in parentheses. it. <laughs> that's all you need to do. Stop <laughs> okay. with the,
0: stop mouthing, stop
1: vocalizing the- Every single stop.
0: <laughs> it's not the way you
1: do that. Uh, anyway, it looks good. Uh... I'm going to read it. We should both read it. We should all read it. Everyone should read it, really. Yeah, uh, I'll, support, I'll give it a supported read. Supported a friend, author. He listened to the podcast. So yeah, shout out to Scott.
0: Shout out, Scott. Congratulations on writing a book. That is a great achievement. Not an easy feat, as a lot would know. Yes. So on that note, let's, uh, let's finally dive in. Let's to do it. Our world of Ardia, Ardia. Okay, are you ready for word number one? I'm ready. Word number Yeet. (laughs) Yeet. (laughs) Yeet. How do we bring this in? Uh, I'm I'm sure there's ways, but no. Yeah, we should do that next time. Next time, we just do. First word is or whatever. What is it? First word is no cap. That's one word, no space. Second word, on God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would Third be. Third word is FRFR. F-R-F-R. No, no. <laughs> <for her>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be a challenge. I'd be willing to, to undertake that. But uh, no, no. This week, no, that's not on my list. We're using okay. good old fashioned English words. Um, English
1: out of the good book. Let's that hear have,
0: it. <laughs> been around for a while. Word number one is. Wire, wire,
1: W I R E I R E
0: wire. Use it in a sentence, please. Um, bro, I am wired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) not really the what I was intending, but leading with bro, (laughs) bro, I am wired. Or as you would say, bro, comma, I am wired. Bro, period, comma, exclamation point, space. (laughs) um wire this mountain dew got me wired got me straight wired though
1: (laughs) um wire what is a wire it's a like a cable it's a thing that you wire things together
0: yeah i usually think of like metal wires
1: like like a tie that you tie something with metal wire could be or a there's a wire fence wire fence wire 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 um i'm thinking about where this goes where do wires go sometimes they go underground they do that's true lots of lots of wires go underground in my neighborhood all the wires are underground which i love Yeah. yeah that's great um Makes it look
0: nice. Actually, yeah, same in ours. Yeah, I don't think I. I, I
1: don't see. You don't notice poles. it until you talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great, and it's, it's real nice. It's open sky. Yeah, you can throw shoes in the air all you want without them getting caught. Yeah, on ours. no drug dealers in my neighborhood. Thank you None very much. Them. There's no signaling here. That's why our yeah. neighborhoods are so
0: nice. Yeah, growing up, I remember that there were wires all up in the sky, and there are shoelaces everywhere, and
1: Yeah, so every time I drive by a neighborhood, even though it's not bad, you know, and I see power lines wired through the neighbor to the houses, I'm like, ah, what you're missing out on? Wires (laughs) underground are so great. You guys can't see the sky. (laughs) Those wires
0: blocking your way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like almost post-apocalyptic scene of you still have wires. This is the old days. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) How do you live like
0: this? Just looking down upon people with (laughs) telephone poles in their neighborhoods yeah
1: my wires are underground as Mm, i thank you just pass on just have my top hat on driving by Mm -hmm. as
0: you drive your kia soul out the neighborhood yeah uh
1: anyway wire uh over the wire that's like a you know sending messages over the wire right the thing.
0: uh I think so, right? That's more of an old-fashioned
1: way yeah, to say the telephone, we right? We don't do it now. Yeah, I think it's a telephone thing, is it? It's even older than me. I don't know. It's a very old thing. I think that's the same as like wiring money, right? Yeah. I guess now the wire would be the internet, right? Like the the new wire. Yeah. Uh, that'd be cool to have like some sort of wire that runs... To the cities underground. To the cities or within the cities? No, to each city. There's one wire a la the internet running between <laughs> each of the towns. So our world now has the internet. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not for the internet. It's for magical messages
0: of some sort. <laughs> Why can't they just send those telepathically?
1: Oh, well, because they need conduits. Just like, you know, radio waves need radio towers to send stuff. <laughs> so this magic needs wires it to needs be propellant. Yeah. Like, you know, electricity runs in a current through conductive material, like a wire, <laughs> <An actual clears throat> wire like mm-hmm. a copper wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, there, there are magical wires that you send your magic in and it helps. Run- <laughs> okay. This is a bad idea. Yeah. I don't uh, like this. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> I don't want to do that. Do the next idea. <laughs> What do you got for a wire? Uh,
0: That's a good, good question. I was thinking more of uh, something like how people will often steal copper wire, now that you said that. Lots of people steal copper wire. And they'll sell it, right? And they like break it down and sell it or something? Yep. Yep. What if there was something like that that uh, was a valuable treasure that could be found in ruins of Paragon?
1: Oh yeah, cuz they were highly advanced, so there would be, you know, remains of stuff.
0: Yeah, maybe something uh something akin to technology where they had some sort of wiring that was made of a precious metal and people That's like the common there's there's adventurers that are looking for the big loots, the fat loots, but then you yeah. have just your everyday um like uh not even treasure like hunters just yeah like scrappers almost where yeah. all they are looking for in these ruins is wire of this or it doesn't have to be wire i guess it could be whatever this metal is but they know it's there it's there in abundance and that's their profession is finding that one thing okay okay kind of that's good now that i say that it kind of reminds me of if you remember back in season 1 in one of the worlds we built do you remember the world where there were those repair guys that would go out onto the surface of the world and repair things i think it was the world was yep, constantly stormy and yeah. i remember we both really liked that idea cuz there was a lot that of room really for cool. like cool dangerous they were on
1: spaceships yeah like repair frigates or something
0: yeah and there was just it was a really a good opportunity for just dangerous stories to be told and you yeah, know, that was harrowing really cool. tales could be something similar to that, where these, these guys are just out, just scrapping, scrapping away for this resource. And,
1: but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. But because it's in that magical weird zone still, there's like a lot of magic dust in the air around from the meteor. We established this as a thing. Yeah. The <laughs> it's kind of like radiation that people are, getting hit by and these scrappers aren't the most wealthy people in the world so they kind of go not fully protected like they should so over time scrappers have become this like not fully deformed but maybe their eyes glow a different color or they have some sort of thing that says they're in the magic too long unprotected so it's very easy to see someone from this scrapping group
0: yeah, I would say maybe not an eye thing, but more something more closer to like leprosy. <laughs> maybe not as yeah, bad. <laughs> maybe but, not
1: leprosy, but like magical leprosy. Magical leprosy. <laughs> yes. It's leprosy, but cooler. But you're not it's not a disease. <laughs> it's it's like radiation poisoning. You're you have sores on your skin, but they don't spread. If you go in there longer, you get more. Yeah. But it is treatable. But these right. people kind of don't really care. They're used to it.
0: Yeah, they're used to it. They probably have a little bit shorter life expectancy. Um, But yeah, it's a possibility for the reason they do it is because it's anybody can jump in on it because it's such a risky job. They'll take anybody who wants to do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, So no experience needed to start. And there's an opportunity if you come upon like a gold mine, as it were. Maybe you could. You know, start your own well. venture or do pretty well for yourself. Yeah. Bring some wealth <laughs> home to your family. So
1: that would um, be the incentive. Yeah. I like this. I, now I'm going to say this. I probably offend a lot of people. Go ahead. I do. I do pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of over and I've been over and I don't really like steampunk. Oh, that wasn't very... Oh, so, yeah, no, me too. Totally agree. A lot of people, a lot of people love it, and I get, I get the appeal when it first came out. I was like, "That's dope, that's rad, cool stuff." You know, mixed with like high tech gears and crap put onto you know Victorian era looking stuff. Yeah, it was cool for a minute, and just like anime is cool for a minute, and then you realize it's awful. So that's, <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my life. <laughs> Whereas, no, I'm just trying harder to offend more people. I think. Well, I think uh, <laughs> I kind of agree with you, but
0: I think that if it's done very lightly, it's really good. As in the show Arcane, which I know we both really like. Oh,
1: yeah. That's different. That's Arcane like-
0: has a scent of it, though.
1: Yeah. Because it, like lot of the hex stuff. Yeah. The hex tech is very much. Modern magic and cool science mixed with old fashioned, not old fashioned, but like older gear lock stuff. Yeah. Which, but it doesn't look that way. It doesn't look like they're trying to do steampunk. It looks like they're retro future stuff.
0: Yeah. But like in League of Legends, they the character have, Warwick like is though.
1: steampunk.
0: Is his he? his intro video, that is 100,000%
1: steampunk. Okay. Well, yeah, th- it was, but they've come a long time since Warwick. Okay? Yes, it's been like 20 years.
0: But I'm saying- <laughs> <Whatever>. 20 years. <laughs> <What> <laughs> At year least 10 is it? years. It's been 10 about years. 10 years, I think. But I'm saying the the show, because that uh, city, I forget what it's called right now, but that lower city does still have a very that's light pretty, scent of yeah, steampunk. Yeah. It, there's definitely an influence, and that's why I'm saying. But
1: is, I'd say more Judge Dredd than steampunk. Okay,
0: so definitely more cyberpunk than steampunk. It's just
1: crappy. <laughs> I
0: don't but know if
1: we want to relate that to steampunk. <laughs> I agree that steampunk is. Just steampunk, like plain steampunk, is lame. Agreed. And I don't like it. And, Agreed. And like a lot of post apocalyptic stuff that leans towards the steampunk vibe, I do not like. So Mad Max is that what you're saying? M- Mad Max is on the edge. I like Mad Max. I like the idea. I like the movies, but it's a little. It's like right on the edge for me. I think the Mad Max feel. The original Mad Max was okay, but I think the newer
0: ones. What's it called? Fury Fury Road. I think it is Fury Road. Yeah, I think that's that much more cool. steam. Oh, really?
1: You like that one more? It was I thought pretty it was dope.
0: more steampunk.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, the movie was dope. The, the car, I didn't like the cars, which is most of the movie. Yeah. I, I like what they were doing with him. I didn't like the look of most of them. yeah I don't like that. Like just put a bunch of crap on your car. Yeah. And I've got, still and I've got cogs on my shoulders. Ooh. Yeah. I've got cogs on my <laughs> shoulders and aviator goggles. oh cool so am I? Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it uh, does get yeah. thick
0: and old real fast. But anyways, what were you, where were you going with that? I do not want
1: that for these scrappers because I think when people think scrapper and like like junker and junkyard people, it leans towards that right away. It leans towards messed up, busted up, hacked together vehicles with cogs and crap on them
0: because they have to get it
1: to work. So you're putting the kibosh on that right on the start. The kibosh, there is zero steampunk
0: in this world. Okay. So now that you canceled out what 90% of people were thinking in their heads-
1: Yes, that's what I wanted
0: to make sure. Give us a quick visual picture of what these
1: scrappers look like then. I don't know. (laughs) I just know what I want them to not look like.
0: Very good. (laughs) Okay. So
1: then, how do you feel?
0: Here's another visual for you. And again, this is just reference. Doesn't have to be exact. But how do you feel about the
1: Jawas in Star Wars? Jawas aren't okay i've been watching a lot of star wars lately because i need to get caught up on my star wars because i've never seen star wars. star wars and i'm watching them uh so i i don't know i don't know the the big old the big land cruiser things they have those like hexagon things whatever oh, they are, like the, big cars. the giant trash cans that are the big trader thing that <laughs> yeah. they drive around in yeah those are kind of cool because it's not like there's tons of cogs on the outside or anything. It's just one big no, thing, It's just a big flat surface, a basically big bucket of garbage. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. I like the Jawa look. I like robes, cloaks. Those are cool. Maybe a lot of cloak action going on because yeah. the Jawas are fully hooded with cloaks, yeah. and you can only see the bright of their eyes. You can't actually see their faces. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've always liked that idea. Yeah, you're always a fan of that. So maybe they do have like a goggle system of some sort to help them see through the magical mist. But you don't actually see it very well because it's under their hooded cloaks. Their hooded
0: cloaks, which they wear because their skin is messed up from the radiation.
1: Yeah, it bothers people. They look like tall, human-sized Jawas.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And they talk normally.
0: (laughs) Right, they can speak the common tongue.
1: They're not just babbling. They don't speak Jawa.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's, that's one aesthetic that you can kind of lean towards for inspiration and i think it would be cool to have that same sort of uh ship as well where it's a big giant like bucket on like a trash can turned upside down put some wheels yeah. on it
1: maybe not, um, so large, but, yeah. maybe
0: not so large but maybe not so large but there would be a lot of them because they travel in caravans they would need to carry like a lot a two of junk seater,
1: two or three seater two and it, yeah it's fit like
0: it. it's like a wagon instead of a giant yeah. ship yeah uh, a sand ship. Um, yeah. They, like they travel in big caravans, you know, just roaming across the, the deserts and the plains and they go. Are and there multiple companies
1: of these people? There are. I would like think so. Corporations of junkers, scrappers. Yeah. What are you calling them? Well, you call them wire, scrappers. Wiry guys. <laughs> wire guys. <laughs> the wire
0: dudes. Um, I don't know. We can, we can think about that, but. I also was thinking that it, they wouldn't, so the majority of them would want to go in the motherland of, of all loot, which would be the, the center area, but uh-huh. the, but this civilization, the ruins of this civilization are all throughout the world, so you can find these people everywhere. Anywhere everywhere. that there's ruins to be found, you will find these people camping out, Yeah,
1: sifting through. Okay. So they're just, they're, but they're not aggressive to people. They're just there. Mm,
0: I think so. Yeah. They're not aggressive unless you try
1: and steal their loot. Um, but they're not like bandits, I think. Okay. So back to Star Wars again. They're not like the Tuscan. Are they Tuscan? The Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. yeah. They're not like those people. They're not instantly no. aggressive towards everyone. No. They're more like Jawas. Yeah. But if you're, if you, aggressive to them then they become aggressive
0: yeah i think they're more like Jawas and in, in their in that their first their first uh inclination would be to trade with you or like what yeah what do you what do you have to okay. offer us that we could offer you in return they want to trade they yeah, want because they always want to money. get their
1: goods out yeah 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 and, yeah and so they they have a bunch of wire that they're harvesting but they do they do have other goods on them for trade like all the time um
0: Uh, Maybe, yeah, because maybe maybe they think that being out on the road is the best. Like Anytime they have to go back to town, it's a time sink, right? That's time that they're not mining. So if they find somebody out on the road who's willing to trade stuff, that's wonderful. Yeah, when you see them, they go, time is money, friend. Time is money. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely
0: goblins. Goblin influence, now Mm -hmm. that I'm thinking
1: about it except for the goblins are kind of steam they are really steampunk. Anyhow. The goblins in in World, World of Warcraft, Warcraft are very like, steampunk influenced. But which actually we're not doing
0: Yeah, we are not doing that, but it, so I will the say the town of the whole area of Maragora, like the whole nation in my mind is kind of influenced by like Ratchet and Gadgetzan. It's pretty Ratchet.
1: It's pretty Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <Gadget> <laughs> <Zan>. <laughs> uh yeah that's good There's i think that's pretty cool influence one. like those towns so if anybody's seen world of warcraft goblin cities that without the steampunk is the idea i guess
0: yeah they look they look kind of makeshift
1: because yeah, the they people are. The, well, the people are just humans they're not like goblins or anything they're just humans who have cloaks on they all kind of have the same cloak to identify themselves. Yeah. Well, I think it could be anybody. Because remember, we don't only have humans. Oh, right. Yeah. It could be anybody, but it's not just like a bunch of goblins. We haven't established right. goblins as like a nice race yet. Right. We have established them as a race, but not a one that you trade with. We do have one nice goblin though. We do.
0: But yes. he doesn't speak for all <laughs> goblins. Yeah. So this anyway, He is just- was
1: not a goblin
0: before oh that's correct yeah so this (laughs) are these uh what are they called scrap these scrappers there's no guild there's no nothing there's maybe some companies maybe some corporations but it's mainly just people who are trying to strike gold by mining copper not mining but sifting out for copper in any ruins they can find them so you'll find them throughout the world just populating in themselves
1: yeah just not hurting anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Not trying to.
1: Cool. All right. Word number two. Are you ready? Yes. Word number two is pad. P-A-D, pad. Pad, pad, pad. pad. you want to come down to the pad? Mm, yes, the pad. <laughs> the pad. Uh oh, pad. That's not a great word. That's weird. Did, do British people think that their
0: pad is like, like, are they frogs? Do they consider themselves frogs? Wait, what? Because British <laughs> British, British people <laughs> British people are the ones who say "pad" mostly. Do they? Or, wait, is it "pad"? What What's the word? I don't think British come people my, ever say "pad." Come to my
1: Come to my home.
0: No, it's like my <laughs> loft. My come to my loft, mate. No, it's How was that? I don't know. <laughs> that was <laughs>
1: British accents
0: are not our forte. They say a I word. I can't. British. I can't think of it right now. But they say a word that. Okay, but we say bachelor pad.
1: Bachelor I guess we pad. say well, pad sometimes. It's pretty cringe, I don't know who says that. I've got a bachelor pad. I've heard it said before. All The Chad's and Mike's in the world. Mm. <laughs> bachelor Chads pad. and the
0: Mike's living in a bachelor pad.
1: Yeah, I don't know, pad. Come to the pad. I've never I've never heard it, anyone say it like for real, not joking to me. Like, oh, you wanna I have. come to my pad. You want to come to my pad? Did they say that? I've. Do you, you want to come? I to didn't my get pad? invited,
0: but they've oh, mentioned there. They've. I've overheard conversation where they said like an indirect invitation. Back at my pad, and you're like back oh. at my pad. Excuse me, what?
1: You mean you've got a mini fridge with the light light? Your,
0: your apartment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is it a pad? It that's better be padded.
0: What, that's what doesn't look, make like a lily pad or.
1: What kind of pad are we talking? Where did pads start? yeah, that's weird that's
0: that's where I was getting out um, of this now this is going to offend British people, but my first line of thought was <laughs> targeting British people because <laughs> I thought that British people said it first I'm, I swear they did they, there's a word for it, but pad what lives on pads in like you know whatever in fairy tales frogs frogs who's a frog? The prince waiting okay. for waiting for his princess. Water frogs? Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so just you, you like British people.
1: <laughs> you're making a link that British people are ugly.
0: <laughs> now I'm not saying that I believe that. I'm just saying that's where my mind went. Now, British <sighs> people, I know you're not ugly. Well, there's ugly people everywhere. I'll say that. Right, yeah.
1: Some of you are ugly, and that's unavoidable. It's just gonna happen. It just happens. Some Americans are ugly. I'm not going to generalize and say you're all beautiful. Right.
0: But that's, again, uh, with the assumption that they are the first ones to use the word pad as a
1: home, which I don't think they were. I don't know if that's true anymore. I'm doubting it it. was ever true. Um, (laughs) Maybe it was. Who knows? I don't. Anyways, let's put pad into our world. Pad uh, trying to think of how we can we can further flesh out these scrapping people with pad yeah mm mm-hmm. mhm- try to try to stay in one one lane here, not try to do too much. They could sleep on pads <laughs> yes, yes, that's that true. true.
0: Maybe to make it more little unique or something a little more give it a little more culture. You could say the pads are shaped like lily pads. They're giant lily pads and they sleep in, you know, they sleep on these pads in the open air and it's like a big circle, but it's just like one giant pillow. Uh.
1: Or how about this? Uh (laughs) The pad could actually be a place like come to the pad. Okay. So we're making
0: this real then.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But it's the place. It's like, um, where It's just a bunch of different traders who set up booths. Like anyone can come rent a booth space and you set up a booth. It's like a farmer's market kind of, but geared specifically for these scrapper people, they go to the pad and set up their wares in a shop in like a booth.
0: Okay. So a pad is like a temporary settlement for the scrappers where everyone knows when it's, when there's a pad nearby, there's,
1: there's a market. Or it's a permanent place where it's the pad. That's what it's called. Like uppercase P the pad. And it's, it's like a place out, like really close to Maragora, like maybe just on the outskirts that a part of the year, maybe for a week of the year, The scrappers are there and they're selling stuff. So people know to come into town on these days and then they'll be there with all their goods if you don't see them on the roads.
0: Okay. So like a little mini town basically just outside of Marigora that is empty for a bit of the year, but then suddenly it's revived, full of life. It's like
1: a carny place where all the carnies get together and they set up Ferris wheels. They set up fun stuff for the kids. So it's a real attraction to get people in. And then they steal your money and sell you goods you don't need. Yep. Classic. That's the pad. The pad. The pad, pad, uppercase P, the pad. Yeah. We're going down to the pad and going to ride the Ferris wheel and have some corn dogs. Mm. Maybe a little cotton candy. Some deep fried Oreos. Mm. Yep. Deep fry some butter.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Deep fry a stick (laughs) of butter. That's so disgusting. (laughs) Have you seen it though? They do that.
1: I have seen that and it makes me gag thinking about it. It's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Deep fried Oreos I can get on board with but yeah. like one a year. And then, but the butter is just out of this world. Cause an Oreo is already something that you eat. A stick of butter yeah. is not something you eat. I wonder if somebody does though. I wonder if butter is something see people eat somewhere. Well,
0: I did watch a Instagram video earlier where somebody took a, just a bite out of a stick of butter. And again, Ugh. I gagged. That's like Ugh. instantly will activate my gag reflex
1: is so you, seeing somebody like eating
0: <laughs> a stick of butter.
1: I know that like I consume butter and I know it happens. It's like consuming salt. You just do a lot. But I feel like in one shot, you're more prone to get your arteries clogged. Just doing it that way. Yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't I, have the time to process. I mean, yeah, there's probably truth to that because you're, you're melting so- it into
0: <laughs> stuff. You're mixing it. So it goes in
1: slowly, but yeah. Yeah. It just coats my tubes instead of just blocking them.
0: Yes. Straight up causing a blockage. (laughs) I just can't, I can't even bite into like, if there's a little, just a little piece of butter, you know how it's mostly melted, but there may be a little piece left over in whatever food you're making. I can't even do that. I have to keep mixing until it's totally gone. Cause if I get that little piece, butter's gotta be gone. I'm out of here.
1: Yeah, it's that, like, people biting into butter is the same to me as, like, people taking a spoonful of mayonnaise straight. Oh, that's so (laughs) nasty. Oh, gross. That's so gross. And recently, it it seems less offensive to me, but my son, my youngest one, he eats um, guacamole and sour cream with a spoon out of the container, which is, like... I think less offensive because sour cream is not the same as mayonnaise, but he can right. just take a spoonful of it straight and just eat it off of the spoon. Same with guacamole. He'll take a spoonful of guacamole right in the mouth. It's like, oh, what are you doing? The guacamole is the most acceptable out of
0: all those. Yeah. I, could do, <laughs> I could do a little spoonful of guacamole, but what sour about a cream full of sour cream, <laughs> a spoonful of sour cream. I could do it. It wouldn't make me gag, but it. I definitely it's not wouldn't same as like it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mayonnaise like it, that's for sure. Cool. But I could do
1: a spoonful of sour cream if if I was He also eats um salsa with a spoon, which is more acceptable. Why do you like allow f- this? Do you just watch him eat sour cream <laughs> like, "Oh, that's I fine." Do. It's like watching an animal at the zoo. He just does all these weird things, and I'm like, "Oh, look at him in his natural habitat!" Just now, he's gonna go for the salsa. (laughs) Look at him go! (laughs) Well, because the salsa, I was fine with the salsa because it's healthy, right? It's just tomatoes and onions. There's nothing else in it, right? And he's just spooning it in, and I'm like, "Okay, great. That's that's good. That can't be bad. I guess." And then the sour cream, it was like, well, maybe put it on a burrito, bud. And he's like, I just want to eat it straight. <laughs> so, okay, okay, respect. Yes. A <laughs> man knows what he wants. <laughs> I don't even know what sour cream is made out of. If I'm being honest with everybody, uh, isn't? Yeah, I'm not gonna guess. <laughs> I, I could guess, but <laughs> I know what man is made of, and it's that's why so, I wouldn't eat it straight.
0: Some sort of dairy? Uh, I don't know, but. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I feel like he's so close to just making a taco. It's like, bud, just get a little I know, he's, taco shell, separate, get a couple pieces like of th- chicken, and then put everything else on top, yeah. and you're
1: fine. He doesn't like bread. That's why he has such a carved figure, and I don't. He doesn't like bread, and he doesn't like like a lot of heavy meats, like red meat he doesn't like a lot of. Yeah. So hamburgers, he takes he takes the buns off and eats the lettuce, the tomato, the onion, and then pulls the cheese off the burger and eats it interesting yeah it's pretty savage yeah but hey you do what you got to do to keep a six pack yeah i, I
0: mean <laughs> it, it's a, it's hard work yeah it's not free not that i would know anyway
1: what are we talking about uh we were talking about the word pad and i think uh, we yes. i think we got to figure it out we did it. It's a place where gypsies sell their, well, not they're not gypsies. They're not gypsies. <laughs> a place where scrappers kind of gather like gypsies kind of once a year, put on a festival. People have fun and then they leave.
0: Yeah. It's like the main, the main sell. If you can't sell your stuff throughout the year, this is where you, you break out all the stuff from the bank and the storage and you sell it yeah. during
1: these sell it all.
0: two or three weeks or whatever, maybe a month. Cool. I like it. At the pad. Come to the pad. adventurers from all around. Come to the pad.
1: Yeah. Best place to get your wares gone.
0: Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Well, we uh, are almost out of time. We have a few minutes left, but what do you think? We got a couple of minutes. We can, we can think about a word. Okay. <laughs> Who knows if we'll use it. Okay. Let's do that then. The third
1: word is speed. Speed. All right. Um, I have something to talk about, so we're probably not going to use this word. Okay. That's fine. At least fine. not in this episode. Okay. Um, do you remember the movie Speed? Yes. With Keanu? With Keanu, of course. Yeah. With Keanu. You know who else is in that movie? Sandra Bullock? Sandy B? Sandy <laughs> <laughs> B? One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Uh. what was he going to say about it? It's a great movie. It's a I, It's a classic. <laughs> My train of thought just went off the rails. I that was the movie about the uh, the bus, right? That was the bus, and it went. There was a bomb hooked up to the bus, and uh, if it went under fifty miles an hour, it would explode. Yeah. So she had to keep. She had to keep speed up over fifty miles an hour. You know how hard that would be. You know how unbelievable that movie is. Yeah, they were because- in the city. They didn't just take a freeway. Like, get on the freeway.
0: Yeah, if you just get on 80 and get to Nevada, you're fine.
1: You've solved solved the problem. You're you're good. (laughs) But if you're, because I feel like they
0: were in like a big city. You can't do that. Yeah, that's
1: why it was so crazy and intense because they were in a city the whole time. The movie would be maybe two minutes long and it would blow up. Yeah, like, oh, there's a car in front of me. I hit it. Now we're all dead. (laughs) Oh, there's a red light. Well, (laughs) it's been fun. Yeah, hopefully nobody crosses the street right now. How was um, there?
0: I don't remember. How was there time for like emotional pauses in that
1: movie? Action pauses. it has like, been so long since I've watched it. There would be no time. Really, really long. Yeah, I, I gotta watch it again because I know it was a good movie.
0: Yeah, it's a gotta it's a classic it. action.
1: Oh, you know what thriller. we can talk about? Your favorite Keanu movie?
0: My favorite Keanu movie?
1: Yeah, what is it? Uh, John Wick. Which one? um probably the first one that movie is really good
0: yeah i think the 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 later ones do a really good job with upping the ante on the combat but the, the story in the first one is
1: just so good yeah the um the world building because we're a world building podcast and that is really cool too it's like the real world but they've incorporated this like ins- assassins thing into it, which could yeah. be real. I don't. I don't know. That is so cool to me. That whole assassin syndicate thing.
0: Yeah, and how they build um, on that every 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 uh, movie is really cool.
1: Yeah. They make it more and more interesting as it comes out with like the tokens is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the some sort of like token system they have. <laughs> right. I really liked
0: how um, they had the it was like the world war two era system of how those, I think it was just a bunch of ladies in that back room that were sending like the telegraphs almost. But Mm -hmm. when he had like the hit on his head, he got excommunicado and they were sending out the messages with almost like wiring it. Right. Where it's like they had to press the buttons and send stuff. I thought that was a really cool
1: like throwback, I guess. Yeah. Huh. That is cool. Um, I'm interested that you didn't say, first of all, you didn't say the matrix and that it was your favorite Keanu movie. The matrix yeah. is pretty dope.
0: I don't know why you said my favorite. That kind of threw me off, but I don't, <laughs> yeah. it
1: is, it is a good movie. It's a good series. The matrix. I rewatched it recently. I like it a lot. It's pretty cool. The yeah. things they introduced in that were pretty, pretty cool. It's like a precursor to like the inceptions of the world, you know?
0: Um, yeah. I think it was
1: groundbreaking. Groundbreaking ideas, but everyone focus up. This is the most important part of this episode and that no one will ever forget. The okay. best movie that Keanu Reeves was ever in, and this is not debatable, is Point Break. Oh, yes. <laughs> a fact. How could we forget? How could
0: you forget? Point uh, Break with good old Patrick Swayze.
1: It's got Patrick Swayze. It's got Keanu Reeves. It's also got Gary Busey being crazy as yeah. usual. Yeah. Um, his name's Johnny Utah and he's just great. He's a great actor <laughs> in, in that and in everything. Yeah. I forgot about Johnny Utah. How could I? He's surfer dude. Wasn't um, Courtney Cox in that? Was she the woman? Who's the woman um, in Point Break?
0: Lori Petty was Tyler. Anthony Kiedis was Tom. Oh, it
1: was Lori Petty. That kind of looks like Courtney Cox, kind of.
0: Julie Michaels was Freight Train.
1: <laughs> freight Train. <laughs>
0: and James LaGrosse was Roach. I forgot. About it. Oh, my gosh.
1: Good movie. Uh, yeah, The Patrick Swayze did a great job playing his character
0: in that movie. Yeah. Bodie, right?
1: Bodie. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic good. movie. Anyway, everybody needs to go out and watch Point Break. I know they did a remake, but don't watch that. I haven't seen it. I doubt it's good. No, no it's not. On it. So go and watch it.
0: I'm actually just now looking at the remake and um I don't think it's even worth mentioning, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Alright. Well, That's, that's that. Do you have anything else to say about Keanu or speed before we go? Um, uh, (laughs) no, I
0: don't have anything else to say about Keanu or speed. Uh, I'm
1: satisfied. I am satisfied. Okay, great. Uh, cool. Well, that's going to be it for us today. We only got through two words, but I feel like we had good conversation with those two words. We came up with some cool stuff. Uh, like to see where it would go in the future so yeah hope you enjoyed your time and you will come back next time and spend some more time with us when we do Mm -hmm. this again yes alright see you later bye bye